All right. Are we good to go? Oh, wait. Hold on. We are good. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Have a good day. We talked about you hitting four home runs against me this year, last night. Seven home runs, four against me. Is this true? Yeah, seven bombs this year, four against me. Should we go have her come in? Get a little guest appearance. <laughs> no, guest I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Welcome to This Week in Fast Pitch, the podcast that keeps you up to date on the latest news, insights, and analysis from the world of fast pitch softball. Powered by 643, we bring you the stories behind the scores, the personalities behind the players, and the strategies behind the game. Whether you're a fan, a coach, or a player, we've got you covered with expert analysis and insider information. So sit back, relax, and get ready for a deep dive into the world of fast pitch softball. This is This Week in Fast Pitch, powered by 643, with your hosts, Jimmy Thomas and Kevin Bednoski. Here we go. Episode three. We are about to get things kicked off with my ever-large co-host, Jimmy Thomas. Always got to tell everyone how big I am. Yeah. Six foot what? I love it. Six five. Six five. Six, six five. five. We six love five, it. 155. <laughs> I think I'm topping out at about maybe five nine these days. Yeah. I think yeah. I'm shrinking, actually. And there it is. We got Mr. Matt Cook, founder of 643 and our I'm executive here. producer. I'm All here, right. ready to roll. Awesome. This should be an energetic. So... First, we got a big disclaimer. We got to disclaim this episode because this could get a little bit off the rails a little bit, right? Could, we, could, uh, we could fight a little bit. I hope so. We could argue a little bit. Oh, I don't want any piece of Jimmy. He came in pretty hot this yes. morning. I am clearly pissed off and district meetings last night. <laughs> Here we go. Pet peeves today. I'm ready to, I'm ready to get go. it in today. So. so if we offend anybody, we, uh, so, be it. so be it. We're actually not sorry. Uh, so we're just going to kind of get things rolling. We're going to talk about pet peeves in softball today. And, uh, I think we've got a pretty lengthy list. So we're going to try to keep it somewhat in check, but, Succinct. but who knows? We might, we might go on, but, uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're headed today. So if we piss people off, so be it. And we're going to get rolling. Well, I think these are topics that, uh, a lot of us probably feel pretty passionate about. So, well, we've seen a lot of stuff, right? Whether it's uh, youth, local house, travel, high school, at the highest level. And I'm just very judgmental. The second I walk on the field, I'm finding something that's pissing me off. Oh, I'm looking around. Is. I'm looking at the other coaches. Umpires. I'm umpires. I'm finding something. Well, All right. I, don't, I don't think this is a, I don't think I actually, this is a real question, but I'm assuming this is how it is in every sport, right? I mean, we have crazy, crazy people. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Very passionate people about this sport. I don't know. You, Coach, you've spent a lot of time in football. Mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time in baseball. There's a lot of pet peeves. You find reasons to hate other people, and and but you have just as much crazy on the field, I, I would a football agree, yeah. game, a lacrosse game. I mean, when you see those videos online and the parents coming out and beating up the officials, I mean, it's uh, it's softball, it's, it's basketball, it's everything. That's one of my pet peeves: beating up a referee. Yeah, that's not a good. Yeah. Idea. So in high school, uh, just talk about violence real quick. So in high school, I was in a junior in high school or something. Basketball, we had a rival team from Bridgehampton. I grew up on Long Island. From Bridgehampton, Long Island. And it was a rival situation, and uh, a knife fight broke out in the oh, stands. Wow. <laughs> well, I can tell that. you, this week on Facebook, my neighbor posted her uh, 13-year-old son's travel baseball game. 
I have no idea what the context was, but the umpire stood up, took the money out of his pocket, threw it up in the air, and said, I'm done, and walked off the field. <laughs> Happened last week. Loudon South Eagles. This shout-out to you. I don't know if it was you, the other team, or what happened, but the video was epic. That is unbelievable. And I'm sure it was justified. It was probably was. Sure he said, that. I'm done, and then threw bills of money back. up into the air and walked <laughs> off. Rain. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, you know you're pissed if you gave the money back, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so where are we starting? Who's going who's gonna to kick this one off? I'll, I'll, I'll jump in here All right, go ahead, start coach. this one. All right, when we walk on the field, one of my first pet peeves is, you're a grown man. You don't need to be wearing cleats, coaching first base, <laughs> oh, and have pants on. <laughs> that pisses me off so bad. Oh, no. You're, don't be, baseball, you're in uniform, yes. right? Baseball, yes. you're in uniform. Yeah. You're still going to go turf shoes more often than not. These jokers got full oh, uniform wait, on, pants, belt, so sometimes no belt. And that really <laughs> pisses me off when you got, when you got pants on and no belt. San, pants, sans belt. Pants. Yeah. Sans yeah. belt. Yeah. But don't go sans. guys <laughs> coaching like rec, full cleats. Wow. Spikes on in first wow. base dugout. I don't know. That or I've first base. Spikes. Yeah, that that's a bad one. Can can we add to that though? How about sure. the, how about the youth coaches that wear jeans or <laughs> or the, or the player that shows up to tryouts in jeans? You're like, oh, you're cut. Jeans I haven't seen you pick up a ball yet. But jeans done. jeans just don't work. Not no. so much. Jeans no. don't work. All right, that's a good one. Yeah. So attire. Yeah. All right. What else? Attire. What's next? Who's up? Go ahead, Matt. You had the uh, you had the the travel tournament. Yeah, you know, so warm up. Yeah, when when I started coaching travel, like the first tournament I got to, I remember telling my kids to show up 45 minutes before the game, and we got there and we were looked were at late. Like, oh my, <laughs> by like an hour, and I never understood the 90 minute warm up. Not only before game one, but before game two, and then again, likely before game. Pitcher got to get going though. The pitcher's got to get warm. warm up. That's not a warm up. That's a practice. But nine out of ten, you have no cage. And you're spending an hour and 15 minutes hitting into a bow net before yeah. the game, right? Well, I mean, yeah, or so, so you, you, have, you have the coaches that get you there 90 minutes early, and they legitimately have a 90-minute practice, right? They are walking <laughs> from their drill to, to the dugout when it clears. Then you have the coach that does the 90, you know, get there 90 minutes early, and the last 30 minutes they're all standing around getting cold again. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I think that happens more often than not, where you I, warm I, up just to wait. Just, just show up, get your arm, do some arm circles. Throw the ball. There you go. That's it. Go play. I told our kids the other day, we throw too much. We just throw too much. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Yeah. Right? You know, it's a lot. It's let's five throws here, five throws there, five throws here, get to long toss, five of those, work it back in. We're done. Done. Take some swings, get some cuts. 45 minutes. Yeah. In and out. Yeah. In and well, out. This, 45 minutes. This is probably a good segue. I'll take another one. Uh, and it's the on field coaching. On game day. Well, it's that same guy that's in full full cleats. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. standing in the third base box saying, elbow up, head back, dude, bump, bing, Demonstrating. Bump, bump. Right? Yeah. yeah. All that. It's, the same, it's the same guy in the cleats doing that. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And the kid's yeah. not listening to any of it. Nothing. They're like, please, God, just let me make contact yeah. on the just next do, ball. Just trying to hit the ball. Listen, just we, the, these young women, no matter what age, like at the, at the high school or the collegiate age, they have less than 400 milliseconds to make a decision to swing. Right. Do you think that they have the capability to think about elbow yeah. here, back hip here, right. eyes here? When all they're really thinking about is, could you get in here and do that? Yeah. Well, and here's, no, here's the not. best. This one also drives me crazy, right? And it's just, so it's the same coach, and he says, hey, get your elbow up, right? Next pitch, he hits a line drive to center field, right? See? 
Yeah. See, yeah, I told yeah, you. Yeah, it's all yeah. me. I told you. You should listen to me more. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. she didn't have her elbow up on the previous pitch that she swung and missed. Yeah. Yeah. And first of all, we need to question whether or not elbow up is even a thing. <laughs> right. Right. Chicken wing. I think when I was a kid, maybe that was a thing. But I'm 52 years old. I don't think it's a thing anymore. All right. No. I'm going to I'm going to continue on with the coach in, in pants and cleats. Um, this one drives me crazy, too. How about in between innings, you bring your entire team out to take swings and time up the pitcher. All 14 kids on the team outside of the dugout. Oh, my God. With their bats. Uh-oh. Taking swings. Does Kevin do this? He might. He might no, do this. no, no. It sounds no. like a Kevin thing. No, God no. Because no. that pisses that? me off. Know. And yeah. I think more often than not, it's used as an intimidation thing. Yeah. And it's like you guys suck. I I looked at Game Changer. I know what your team is. Stop coming out here <laughs> now, trying to. By the way, intimidate. Well, me. I don't do that, but I will for certain teams. You know, in baseball, it's traditional that you take on-field BP. Right. At, at the high school or collegiate level, right? They take on-field BP. For some reason, in in high school, in softball. There's never on-field BP. Right, and the time the, the times are the same, right? We ride the bus with the baseball team. Why can't we hit on field? So guess what we do? We hit on-field. At Riverside? Yeah. Well, yeah. you guys do all kinds of shit that's like next level. Well, hey. <laughs> is this where you're going? Oh, this, is this a pet peeve you're going to uh, get? No, 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 no. I'm there. saving. I'm saving <laughs> my, my, my we'll other We'll save one. that one to the end in case we need okay. to cut yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's crazy to me that there's all these extra huddles, too. Yeah. Right. When you're before, if you're going to huddle up with your team, do it when they come off the field, not when they go on the field. We have this whole sort of thing where we got, hey, you know, I've got to be ready in a minute. Yeah. Right now. Um, well, how about this one? When your kid well, goes you down 0 2 and the third base coach calls times and brings her down and starts talking to her, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, man, now she's got to get back in the box down 0 2. Yeah. And yeah, with you in her head. Yeah. But I, again, same guy in the cleats. Yeah. I was yeah, definitely the guy in the cleats uh, with no belt on. Yeah. I've seen some sneaker guys do that one though too. Yeah. Right, hold on, you're down on two. I got, I, I got this. Yeah, I got this. I'll right. take care of I'm this. I'm going to give you the pearls of wisdom that are going to enable you to yeah. smack this ball. Yeah, yeah, no, great. That definitely happens. Fantastic. Yeah. So, so talk about the O2. Somebody had an O2, the O2 approach, right? Do we have an approach with O2, yeah, I, and know, what are we doing there? I don't know that. I don't know that my pet peeve is with an O2 approach, and this might be a different topic because um, I am a, I'm a, I think I said this in one of the last pods. I'm a, a big put the ball in play guy, right? And you get to O2, I'm, I'm any swing counts, ugly swings count. Get the ball in play because you're doing more for me by putting the ball in play than swinging and missing and sitting down. Right. I'm on board with but, that. Yeah. What, what I get mixed up with O2 is when you hear the coach, choke up, choke up, choke up <laughs> and get it. It's like I haven't taken one swing in the cage all year. Choked choke up. up. Yeah. Right. When do you get in there and up oh, two strikes? I'm going to choke up three inches and try to punch one in play. Nobody <laughs> so, does that in the cage. Yeah, but there is there is uh, a theory that even if you're down 0-2 or anytime you have two strikes, don't change your approach. Continue to swing for the fences or whatever it is that you normally do. Do you subscribe to that? Because I, I intentionally do not. Well, I think some of it is based on the hitter. Yeah. Don't, wouldn't you? I mean, there is some hitters that I'm like, I don't, I'm not looking for you to do anything different. What, what if she took fantastic swings, fouled a couple off, why, why would I change and I don't want you to drastically, swing. yeah, change your swing from pitch to pitch. How's that effective? Well, perhaps not pitch to pitch, but you I mean we already know that you're you're broadening the the zone, right? You're broadening the pitch that you're looking for because you you have well, you don't have to protect it. You know, I would tell somebody to protect the plate 
down 0-2 or with two strikes. Kevin, you may not. I mean, because that's a defensive sort of posture, yeah, right? Correct. And if you're an offensive guy and you want to swing it for the fences, you wouldn't say defend the plate or defensive plate right. or whatever. But I'm I'm a believer of that. If you got a ball that's three inches off the plate and you're worried you're going to you know go down on strikes or on a call, just get put the bat on it and try and foul it off. Something something is better than getting called out on strikes or swinging and missing. Now here's here's the thing. Regardless of the words that we use, right? I don't use protect. Just again for the reasons you mentioned, just because it seems like a defensive sort of you know situation but are coaches practicing any of this stuff we did yeah i i do i mean do we practice getting in a cage or getting on there and intentionally throwing a bp pitch you know into the river or three you know sure. one one ball outside oh sure. i definitely do a batting Absolutely. practice yeah runner at third yeah, but let's don't move you think a runner you're, let's oh, two, oh. two yeah oh two yeah. yeah right but doesn't that then when you say a two-strike approach isn't that a thing then, right? You're practicing what to do with two strikes, which in my opinion means you're not going to have that perfect swing on two strikes because I'm going to throw the ball in the river. You can't, you won't hit it, right? You have to, you know, a, a hand comes off the bat to get to it because you got to reach it or, or whatever. It, to me, it's perfectly fine. And, and I don't care. You can foul it off all day long. Do your best to put the bat on the ball in that situation because what I know without a doubt is if you swing and miss, you're coming back and sitting on the bench and you did Absolutely nothing. And even if it's a QAB, yeah. because you mm. saw six pitches, yes. it, it, I'd still rather you do anything you can to get on base. And I've seen the kids that are home run hitters, that, and, and this is perfectly acceptable in, in baseball and probably softball these days. If you, can, if you can hit for power, I don't care if you strike out 100 times, yeah. right? Because that's not your job. Your job is to, is to hit for power. I, again, to me, it's just get the ball in play at, at any time you have two strikes on you. I totally agree with all of those concepts. My sort of bigger thing that I talk about with hitters especially is, you know, the best way never to strike out or get yourself into that sort of defensive situation? Don't, don't, let, it, don't let it get to two strikes. <laughs> if you can avoid, if, and it's hard, I'm not saying, I mean, it, it's going to happen tonight 20 times probably, right? Um, but if you can avoid getting it to two strikes, you're never in that situation. So let's hunt the pitch early that we're looking for. Fine. Fine. And, and and hopefully we we put our perfect swing on that pitch. Sure, that's fine. But we but we also teach our, our kids to you know, I and mean, you've seen this guy right here. You can't see me on camera, but the third base coach, right? The box starts like this. Oh yeah, he's right. Like, and yeah. then the box gets bigger, and then you know, right. expand oh, the yeah, zone, right. expand, expand the zone, zone right? right? So so we're telling them already. Look for your pitch. Hit your pitch when you're when you have a, a no strike count, right? Well, what if that strike is a change up right down the middle? Well, okay, well, I'm not going to swing at that, and nobody would have a problem with that. Right. What if it's on the outer edge of the plate? That's not your pitch. You're an inside hitter. You're not going to have a problem with that. Well, guess what? Now you're down one of those two strikes that you're going to allow her to swing good at. Correct. Right? So now you just have to make sure that you connect, which is hard. We've talked about that. This is a hard game. Mm -hmm. So now you're down two strikes. By no fault of your own, you, you let the first one go that nobody had a problem with. You swung and missed on a good or fouled it straight back, Kevin. Uh, and, and now you're down two strikes pretty quickly. So, again, for me, once you're at that point, however you get to that point, once you're there, get the ball in play Yeah, to the best of your ability. Agreed. I, I, my thing is I just don't think we need to call it out yeah. to a batter, to, to Coach's point earlier, is like, hey, time, or, you know, hey, let's talk about this. Well, no shit, Sherlock. I got two strikes on me. Like, yeah. I get it. I yeah. get it. I got to put the ball in play. Yeah. Um, I don't need a captain obvious moment there to, for you to tell me, Hey, you know, I got to, I can't strike out here. And yeah. you're kind of screwing gotta, my rhythm, right? You're pulling me out of the box. I'm walking down there. Now I haven't seen a pitch in a minute. You know, I yeah. feel like it, it's a rhythm thing, but well, so the, 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 the opposite of that is why 
at a lot of levels, is there the automatic take on 3-0? Mm-hmm. Why? Why? I just, I'm, that's one of those things that was ingrained in people's brains since they were playing t-ball, I think. And, and as you get to a higher level, I think we don't subscribe to that as much, but I think it is something that is ingrained in the brains yeah. of a or, lot of people. Or, or the other pet peeve that goes along with the 3-0 is the little fake uh, shimmy of the bat with, the, with the bunt. If you do that, man, I, I, Uh-oh. ear hole. Don't say it. Ear holes. Don't say it. Don't say it. I think we know what you what you want to say. <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but I'd lay him down. I'd do it. Want to do it? <laughs> right. There's not. You know. It, look, in certain situations, you know. I think it's very much situational. Tight game, late innings. Do All we right. need a base runner? Sure. I, I get that. She's but, throwing five or six balls in a row, not just the three she threw to you. Sure, I get it. Right, situationally. But if I've got my best hitter up there, and we got a runner in scoring position, and it's the third inning of the game, grip it and rip it. Sure. Might be the best pitch you see. Hunt a specific pitch. Right. If it's at the height that you like, go. All right. And when she pops up to the catcher, you're okay with that, right? Totally okay with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I want the world to know. I'll tell, I'll tell her. I'll say, hey, green light here. You got it. Green. Go. I, the, if the world knows that she has the ability to choose, and I'm, putting, I'm empowering her, the player. But based to, off of her ability. To make that decision, yes. Right. So you're not, you're not green lighting one through nine. You're green lighting the kids that you believe have the ability to put that 3-0 pitch in play. Yes. Put it in play to a gap or better. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So it is, it is situa- it's situational in terms of where you are in the game and who's at the plate. Correct. Correct. Yeah. But, but we've, to coach point earlier, like when, when we were T-ballers, 3-0 take. It was just sure. automatic. Yeah. Why? You're just trying to game the system? You're just trying to say, oh, I'm going to get an extra base runner because this is a walk fest? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's my guess, maybe uh, probabilities. Well, it's probably an I analytics mean, thing, right? I yeah, mean, exactly. if you watch a major league baseball game, they're not like the pitchers. You know, they're not, they're, they're trying to strike you out. Oh, too. They're not throwing there's four no balls waste. off the trade. No, there, yeah, exactly. There's no, no, no more pitches. waste pitching. Right. right. That's, that's a, that's a, again, another old school thing. There's no waste pitch. Every pitch has a purpose. Right. Right. Um, so, and that sort of the three Oh thing brings me to something that I kind of despise is probably more of a pet more than a pet peeve is yeah oh. is that what you were gonna say no, i was going in a different direction but <laughs> oh, okay. that's annoying I too hate that i hate like if you're gonna cheer if you're gonna chant if you're gonna do any of that stuff do, do it, it in for your team do it for your team not, not against, against the, the other, other pitcher team. that is a massive walker walk i mean well, and by it's the way annoying. that never it never works either. it never works and here's what the inevitably right? happens after the three uh, what right. a strike boom right. right down the middle yeah and, and then, and then I think it's yeah. important as a coach to put that stuff like, you know, I never let when I my teams were younger, I never let them do the some of the shit talking chants, if you will. Yeah. I mean, we try to keep it positive, but they're they're out there yeah. and the parents are the ones that are doing it most of the time. Ringing the cowbell and chippy. Yeah. I see you 12. I see uh, you. <laughs> yeah. It's always a good one. Wait, I thought you were going to do that with a Southern accent. I did. Uh, yeah, that, could, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't have. Well, it. that's where I first heard it was in the South. <laughs> so what are the things that we hear? What are, what are the things that we hear on the field from kids, parents, coaches that, uh, that are sort of the pet peeves? Maddie had one. She called, she called in earlier. She had one, right? <laughs> 
right? Oh, oh she, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is a good she, one. So you're, you're, you're in the box, right? And you got, the, you got that tying run on second base. Yeah. And what does the coach or somebody say? Hey, nobody better than nobody, you. Nobody better <laughs> here. Nobody better, nobody better here. Hey, and then you, got the, then you got the poor girl on uh, sitting on deck saying, oh, well, I guess I'm not right, that yeah. good. Should I, should, should I hang <laughs> up my helmet now? And she gets up and yeah. he's like, nobody better right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Right here, right now. Yeah. Nobody better in this situation. I was like, well. I mean, literally, there's no one better because you're the only one hitting. <laughs> well, that is, that is true. It is, I guess Yeah, but then what, what if that girl K's? And the next girl on deck, hey, here we go. Right. Like, yeah. I hear you. Yeah. I, I, I may be guilty of saying nobody, nobody better. Nobody better. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> say I see you. Well, so <laughs> I definitely listen, say that. I made fun of it. So yeah. do I now. Yeah. yeah. The other one that, I, that, again, words matter. And I think especially in young women's brains, they, they really have this notion of they, they want to do well, they want to please, and they think when they don't that they're just – terrible, right? That's, that's part of the mentality that, that right. a lot of girls play with. So when you, when they make a mistake, ball goes through her legs and they, and, and the entire team goes, you're good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. That's awesome. Is this okay? You get the next, you're good. Yeah. You're good. You're good. Well, what does that mean? It means I was terrible a second ago. Yeah. Oh, you're good now. You're good now, yeah. but I was terrible literally five seconds ago when the ball went through my legs. Yeah. That's we the push, way they flush it. Well, I was yeah, that's the way they flush it. Flush, yeah, it. flush it. Yeah, that's the way they process that information. So yeah. again, just pet peeve, right? You're good. You're good. Like it's well intentioned, what their teammates are trying to do for them. Yeah. But the execution, I think, is flawed. Yeah. So again, you know what else words is, matter. Is a, is a pet peeve of mine. When I have a pitcher who walks somebody, <laughs> I hate walks. <laughs> that's a pet peeve. Does that yeah. count? Nah. No. No. Like go a little off the rail there. Well, I mean, it sucks. It's it's not good, but, but. No. It, it, just throw a strike, right? Yeah. Well, there's, there's, the cap, there's another one. <laughs> I mean, all of the Captain Obvious stuff, like, hey, you got to get your glove down. Yeah, well, I, yeah got it, yeah. got it. Ball went through my legs. Got to get my glove down. Ducks on a pond. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I got actually have one for for Jimmy um, uh, regarding celebrations. So we're seeing more and more celebrations, which, by the way, I hope is 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 a topic for another pod, um, which is getting some flair in this game. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna look down on celebrations, but when? I mean, I if you watch me, coach, I do not jump around, but no, no, I, you. I am loud. I'm talking and about I the teams. Like to support my. I'm talking girls. about the bowling ball thing on a home run, or maybe oh, as you oh, saw it, oh. a passed ball. Like when do yeah. we celebrate? Did so we- Maddie, let's let's get the college athlete in here, and I would love to to get her opinion. So my high school baseball team, runner on third base, pass ball, runner from third scores, circus ensues coming out of the dugout. <laughs> kid comes out with a freaking basketball hoop. Another kid will come out, throw an alley oop. The kid who just scored will catch it three sixty, slam that jammer, and everyone's going freaking on bananas ball. on a pass ball. On a pass ball. If I'm pitching. I'm shoving it so far up the next hitter's ass that I, you will never do that to me again. All right, did we just get explicit? Sorry. Yeah, right. Did we have to change the rating I, of I, our I said shove. Yeah, you <laughs> but but you, get, you know what better. I'm saying? Like, if you hit a bomb in a big moment in the game and you guys want to celebrate, you want a tomahawk one in the in the basketball hoop, I'm not sure I would allow my team to bring a basketball hoop. To That's the incredible. But yeah. tell me that doesn't piss you off if your opponent does that. That's yeah. super guy thing to do. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. 
Yeah. So why would he say yeah. something like that when we watch college softball every weekend and, and the celebration and the, the energy is just at another level when you watch like a, yeah. like this weekend, we'll watch the college world series. They will be going Starts crazy. Yeah. They'll be wearing hats. They'll yeah. be doing all kinds of stuff. Right. But as you come down to the high school, they don't do it as much. Yeah. So I'm thinking about, did you well, see? Cause I think it's disrespectful, right? That they don't, they don't see the entertainment value. Do in you, it. Well, do you think Patty Gasso thinks it's disrespectful when somebody well, hits a bomb against her and then their girls are running around with cowboy hats and doing I, some stuff? I think you should absolutely do whatever you want. I mean, I'm a fan of, of the celebratory, uh, whatever it is, if you do something good for your team, and again, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, as long as you're doing it for you and not against them. Yeah. What about right. Sam Show hitting a bomb last it. year and throwing her I'd back 15 feet up I, into the air? Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, a little, I mean, but as you long be a little as you're careful. That's fine. As long it. as you're not, you know, taunting and pointing at the pitcher as you're rounding second okay, base. Okay, okay. Right? But if you're in the opposing dugout. Sure. You know, and doing one of these she as you round do third base. She doesn't do that. She just throws her bats up, right. hits a huge bomb in the game, throws her bat a million feet in the air, celebrating with her own teammates. Fine. You're good. good. Love it. Love it. Love okay. it. Now, if, she, if, if after she throws the bat, she's running down first base and staring at my dugout, you know, yeah. if she's running, that's a little bit different, right? right? Because, again, to Kevin's Intent. point, yeah, you're doing it towards What's them. the retaliation? Like back in the day in baseball, you just lay them down. <laughs> yeah. Do they lay them down in softball? You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I talked to a, a pitcher uh, one time, a big-name pitcher who's still playing, actually still playing right now, um, and she said, because I, I gave the same scenario, and, in fact, I used the same person's name, um, yeah. and she said, absolutely. on that piss her off. Yeah, and that she would yeah she throw would, it throw she it would lay her down the next time. But she's yeah. the, I I think I'm familiar with your talking about. <laughs> These kids are competitive. She is the ultimate competitor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with her. I mean, yeah, I, yeah I'm with but, her. But uh, but again, I, but I think that's all part of the game. I think that gamesmanship back and forth. I mean, Kevin was saying his his game got a little chippy the other day. You know, just because yeah. it's 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 high energy. Well, it also it, it it adds to the. The when you're watching it, it adds to the viewers. It oh, adds definitely. to your experience watching the game, and yeah. I love it watching it on TV. Oh, As definitely. an opposing coach, I might go nuts, yeah. so, but I love watching it. So, yeah. not to not to get in the baseball side of things, but last night I don't know if you saw, but there were 1,500 people at the Westfield Madison baseball game last wow, night. Wow. 1,500 people. Dang, that's incredible. Right. And, and extra innings, and, you know, of course, there's scouts there for the Bryce kid from Madison. You know, he's, he, he had a bomb and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, it had to have gotten excited and gotten chippy and, at that game. I'll, oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll call Coach Hani today and ask him. But, you know, just you want excitement at a, at a ball game. Oh, yeah. Right? And I think the other sports, kind of what we were talking about, does this happen in lacrosse or football? Don't forget, our fans – are up close. Yeah. Right? Yeah. In All a, right. In a football game, the stands are farther away, and, and they're just not, you know, you may not hear some individuality coming from the stands in a, in a football game, and that True. may have an impact. True. Right? All right, let's jump back into a little pet peeve real right, quick. Go. So, Kevin. Uh-oh. Mm-mm. Does it piss you off when your PA announcer <laughs> interjects himself into the game, oh, an important Lord. game at that? Did this happen? This, this happened. I, I, I could I, be I wrong, to. but I thought I saw steam like flying out of your ears. You look so pissed off. Oh, but really? I couldn't tell. You were pretty stoic out there, but I yeah. was watching. Well, first off, thanks for coming. And, and <laughs> of course. <laughs> we appreciate that. Of course. Um, and paying your eight bucks to get in. Yeah. So I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, my kid paid eight. <laughs> I had a badge. <laughs> there you go. Um, 
Yeah, I was a little steamed about that. But so, I can, but here's the deal. I can't show that. Right. Right. Well, here, yeah, yeah, you can't. You, you know, can't. I here's have the to, thing, right? I all, if you noticed, and I'm sure you watched me as I walked back after the third out of the inning, when I walked back, I just looked up. I saw that. Right. That's why I've been bringing this up. Yeah. I looked up and then that was all I needed to do. Right. So, you know, so I Matt, for some context, yeah. right? Yeah. Tough game, right? Close game. Two very good teams. Yeah. Um, and I believe Kevin's pitcher walked someone. And the PA announcer says, it's okay, go right back at him or something yeah. like that. Wow. Well, there were these, there was this group of, there was this group of, of sort of student section yeah. right, of, of, of very supportive fans of our opponent. And uh, they were getting rambunctious, you know, a bunch of young boys, yeah, young yeah, men, yeah. and they were getting all kind of into it and kind of taunting a little bit of our pitcher. And then, of course, she walked somebody and they were kind of all riled up about that. And then, yes, the PA announcer sort of, you know, said, kind of interjected a personal thought versus yeah. a... Versus, you can do it, hang in yeah, there. So, don't so let then, them get to you, you know, that kind of thing. So then the, wow. umpire the umpire in the field, who we've talked about before, is about <laughs> 85 years old, yeah. right? The guy behind the plate is, is our age, he's probably yeah. 45. And here comes the old man from the field, right? He comes right up to the umpire and starts giving him the field. We're going to deal with this shit. Wow. And the umpire at home plate, you could tell, eh, yeah. not a big deal. Let's yeah. just keep it moving. And the field umpire said... We're not keeping it moving. Walks around the home plate umpire and yells up into the PA oh, box like, keep your mouth shut. Don't wow. interject yourself into the yeah. game. I can't believe so you then this. So then the opponent stands, start a roll. Oh, they, they go er bananas oh, they because they erupt. They, because the umpire had just yeah. reprimanded the PA yeah. announcer, right? Yeah. And then the PA announcer jumps back in <laughs> and he's like, we're going to let the girls just handle it on the field yeah, or something like that. It, it was, it was funny. That's yeah. intense. Yeah. Yeah. He, he wanted the last word. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah. He did. Well, listen again. And you ultimately got the game. last word. I, Again, so uh, great so game. Great are game. there rules about this? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there yeah. are rules about it. But if you saw what I did there, we're getting a little off the pet peeve topic. But I went back out and had a mound visit. Yeah, right? yeah. And I, and I. Um, uh oh, another pet peeve. Well, mound versus circle. Oh yeah, sorry. yeah, uh, sorry. yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. So, I actually heard Alabama's coach refer to it mound. as the mound. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. Mound. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just told them, look, we're inside the fence. All that crap is outside the fence, right. right? Let's take care of business inside the fence here. That's what we can control. Don't let any of that other stuff. It was just so us. unusual. That is right. That is I unusual. just had never seen. Never, no, yeah, never yeah. happened before. And let's. But it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love. There it. was a lot Kevin of theater. Was, I, I was <laughs> like, man, I wanted to walk up to the fence so bad and be like, <laughs> I'm pissed off for you right now. But I, but he was busy. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely a little bit of this, like you know. <laughs> marching around this evil empire factor definitely going on well here. i think riverside might have a little bit of the evil empire well for um, sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you know I, I've, yeah. I've talked to kevin about this though i think that partially by design um, oh it's, it's, it's that, definitely by design that, that goes back to that gamesmanship you know like i i, I, I like think it. it's fine i, I went straight back to my ad and said i'm gonna need fresh bases when we play games next year <laughs> I need right a P, after we played you i need a he pa announcer to uh, interject during uh <laughs> yeah. during, during that, that might be frowned upon but yeah. but yeah i mean those little things right you know make a difference they do. It, it makes a difference right and and we we i want to give our our players our opponents players and our fans and even their fans to some degree, I want to give them a good experience, right? So, you know, when, when we change the bases out 
before the game to the fresh bases and we redrag so the infield looks clean um, before the start of the game. Those are just little things that don't take a lot of effort that we can do. That the make fancy them. infield that you take. Yeah. Yeah. The fancy pregame. Yeah. No, it's not that fancy. It's kind of fancy. <laughs> it's, a, it's the same. It's the same one you took in high school. probably. Oh, that's good. But um, all right. Back to the youth game for a second. Can I give you a big pet peeve? Because I was working a, a, a tournament. A, uh, I was on field crew uh, for, a, for a tournament a couple weeks ago. And it was a ten, I was on the 10U fields. And why is it that at the youngest levels, we're teaching these young ladies how to game the system? For instance, runner on third, every pitch she takes a gigantic lead to try to bait the throw. Yeah. And then just go. You mean the runner on first? The, the runner on third. The runner on third. The runner third is baiting. Baiting a throw down to third okay. base. So she can take so off. So she can take off. Because they know the third base is not going to catch and third. field and throw it back right. home. Yeah. Well, why, yeah. why are we teaching this? Why? Because they want to win. Why are we teaching this at 10U? Because when they get to us, you're, you're going to get, you're gonna get right. thrown. You're, right. you're, your ass is going to be sitting on the bench. I think they just well, want to win. I think there's an over-importance on winning, and, and that's what happens. Well, I mean, I... I this to me is because I remember this happening to us the first time. It wasn't that situation. It was that first and third thing. Same right? thing. We talked a little bit about that look back rule thing or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But the first, you know, ten U or eight U game that I played in, and and you know the the kid gets a walk or whatever, and she just keeps on running and whatever it was, she ran straight around. Yeah, all the way. Yeah. And my girls are like, "What in the hell is going <laughs> yeah. on?" And that was the first time that I had seen something like that. The only the only positive about it, uh, I think, Kevin, that I would say is that it gave us an opportunity. I mean that was that was one of my lead takeaways from that game is okay well now we got to figure out how to defend Get something better. to practice yeah, yeah, yeah. something yeah. to practice so yeah. if they're going to play these games we're going to beat them at it but I feel like the same way with first and th- third situations be- especially at that level because you're gonna you're gonna go first to third and do that bait thing every single time you're never gonna throw that girl out at home ever. then are you giving ever. yourself a disadvantage if you don't do those things possibly right, right. and here's one. <laughs> but I, I, I don't want to take away from your point, though, Kevin. I mean, I, I think that, you know, I don't know if that's a gimmick. It's a gimmick. You know what I mean? I, I'm, just a a, I'm just a fundamental yeah. believer that no matter what the result or the success or lack of success, that you should teach them the same things at 10U that you teach them at 18. Yeah. Why are we teaching the game differently at 8 and 10 just to be more successful, yeah. either individually or as a team? Yeah, except now because now I got to retrain it. I got to retrain it when they get to be fourteen. Yeah, yeah, but I but but as you get into even higher levels of skill, you might see a very similar bait by some kid who's just no, she's fast. She's trying to you know make a make them make an error. You know that's something different. Along those lines. That again, that goes into the situational yeah. component of it, kind of like the three O thing. But uh, but to teach it as a matter of course that hey, we're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, again, I can it's tell the you, same guy in the jeans. It's the same. It's the same guy with the cleats. It's it's the same. Well, when in ten you, I was in a tournament one time and the bases were loaded. And this coach, the opposing coach, is my friend Matt. You know him. You might know him. He'll he'll probably join the podcast at some point. But bases loaded, less than two outs. We walk a run in. His freaking girl on second base, like three quarter jogs it, and kind of sneakily comes around third base, and they cross home plate back to back. Bam, bam. Yeah. And they take two runs on a walk. Nice. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? Yeah. And my next thought was, I'm doing that. Yeah. Well, look. <laughs> that I'm, was awesome. In a certain situation, are yeah. those things fine? For instance, we had a situation the other night where uh, 
uh, we had a very good player on second base. And we had a very good player up to bat. And a fly ball hitter. Like someone that's potentially could hit the ball out of the park. But at a minimum, is probably going to put it in the air. And, I'm t- I'm, and there's one out at the time. And I'm telling her, I'm giving her like, hey, if it's a deep, I, we have a little, little sign. I'm just throwing up two. And if there's a deep sack fly here, you're thinking about scoring from second base. This yeah. isn't, you know, is that yeah. gaming the system? No, no that's a competitive. Yeah. I'm trying to do a competitive advantage there, not sort of gaming the system. And that's not something that we taught them to do at 10U. No. It evolved to that. No, I think your, your point earlier, your fundamental point was this is indefensible. So we're going to take advantage of it. That's right? di- yes. That's different than what you're talking Correct. about. Correct. But I also think there's coaches that are going to say, I'm not taking advantage of the system. I'm coaching yeah. within the rules, and I'm doing my best job to try sure. to win. Sure. Yeah, I, I just think that that's short-sighted at 8 and 10, and t- yeah. maybe even 12. So Do we have a, do we have a call in? Oh, is there, Sean, is there Sean a- from Ashburn? <laughs> <No>? <laughs> he looks like he wants to say something. Hey, while, while, we, while we have a quick pause... Um, when, when this gets posted, we want your feedback, right? So obviously you're going to check us out on YouTube, Apple Podcasts. We want to hear your comments about what your pet peeves are, coaches, players, families, uh, parents, everybody, umpires, if you want to chime in as well, although we probably don't want to hear from you. No, not me. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's do some pet peeves. Let's do some more. All right, you got well, more. I got a couple more. I thought we were wrapping more. it up. No, no, no. I got but a we, couple But we want to hear from people, so make sure you comment. Go ahead, go. I don't mind you changing the name of your team. You want to call it gold, elite, this, that, and the other, fine. But if you don't leave Loudoun County and your biggest trip is over to Hagerstown to play in, like, the Memorial Day Madness, don't call yourself a national team. Knock it off. You just lost in the mama don't mind over here at Claude Moore. <laughs> don't call yourself a national team. I'm done with all Or how about is if it, is, what it are, is it equally a pet peeve when you combine two of them together if you're the elite gold? And then you put two teams together? Well, no. Oh, like, you put two names two together? Names, if you're like gold that elite. That means you're really, really good. I mean, are you really, really? Are you you're like, really good. Are you absolutely the tops of the tops if you put and two, two names together? And I don't mind the gold and elite because I think sometimes you have to dif- differentiate the best teams in your organization. Yeah. But stop it with the national when you, that stuff, when you don't play anyone outside of your county. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't disagree with that. If you're not an actual national team, yes. you're not traveling out to the Colorado Sparkler or whatever right. it is or other places around the country, I don't have an issue with but that. Is it, but, but are people doing that because they don't know? They've never left the bubble. I think so. They've never left the bubble, right? So they don't know what the rest of the world looks Possibly. like. Well, that team's Possibly. calling themselves national, and we beat them at the at the uh, yeah. Well, this this again is probably I'm calling another, myself national. Right. Probably another, another podcast episode because I think just the, the selection – and decisions and choices that kids have for travel and how we jump back and forth and, you know, things like that. I mean, that's, that's all, I mean, it's, it's serious business, but you know, you're doing it for a reason. Um, so I don't know. I've been part of some of those things before, so it's, uh, not on a national level, but you know, team changes, name changes, you know, team jumps, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. there's, I mean, that a, a huge pet peeve is the lack of loyalty. Right. You know, well, I guess that's my point. Is it a lack of loyalty? Is it, you know, I mean, you don't always, you don't always know the circumstances. You don't always know what the driving factors are. Um, Look, people have left, left teams that I've coached before. And, and if you, if you believe that you're doing what's in the best interest of you and your family and your your daughter, you should be doing that. And I'm not going to hold that against anybody to do that, even if it was not the greatest of circumstances. That line is just going to be different for different people. Yeah. True. Very true. Very true. 
Well, but as a coach, you need to just understand that you can't get angry and people are going to do what they feel best is for their family and sure. kid, right? So it's yeah, like absolutely. getting angry and, and, you know, doing that type of stuff doesn't really help. Yeah. Yep. yeah. All right. All right. Any other wrap-up? You got any others? Uh, I, I could probably go on and on and yeah. on. But, uh, no, I think we should – hopefully we'll um, – Hopefully, some people will watch or listen yeah. and uh, provide some comments. Um, where can they? Where can they find? Yeah, this so podcast? make sure make sure you uh, hold on. I had a whole I had a whole plan. You had for a whole this. thing. Whole yeah, outro. Yeah. Little, yeah. Oh, man, what is this? Oh, yeah. All right. See, you were like stepping is our, on. Is this our new outro? I don't know. I was going to pick a no. different one every time. I had oh. a different one last time. <laughs> Jimmy so. said no. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like the song? We need to get a little swag here. Uh oh, man. You don't like no. this? This, is a, this song is fine. Maddie. So she, she can't, can't hear it. Oh, she can't hear it. It's life it's is a highway. Yeah, see? Eh. Eh, I think I'm with you. All right. Well, hold on. We'll fade that one out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, th- I thought you had something recorded for like our, our podcast, like, uh, I don't know, directions on how to download or yeah. something one? like that. This one? This one? This one? Oh, okay. We're going 80s. I can do and this. Is this the outro? For t- are, we, are, we, are we done? Are we going Yeah, out? I think we're done. Okay. I think we're done. Right. Hold on. we got to let it play out a little for a second. This is Jimmy's yeah. choice? No. This is going to be the intro versus the outro. Oh, we're not changing the intro until we get sued. Because we might get sued. This is a big build-up song. Yeah, so it doesn't know if it works for the outro. Ooh. Ooh. I'll oh, talk over it. it. Yeah. That's head bobbing. good. Hey, thanks so much for coming, oh, I didn't everybody. I see Return of the Mac. Sorry. Oh, you like that one, too? Yeah, I like Return of the Mac. See, that one, I could have talked over that one, though. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this, this is, is more my, my this is your yeah, style. This sounds more like Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. We'll wait till he goes, whoa. There yeah. we go. Yeah. All right, everybody. Yeah. Thanks so much for checking in on us. Uh, go to YouTube. Go to Apple Podcasts. Download. Subscribe. Go to all of our social medias on uh, 643 and check us out. We really want to hear back from you about uh, upcoming episodes. Give us pet comments. Pet, yeah, add yeah. to the pet peeves comment list. But look, no matter where you are or what you do, live life like a 3-1 count, all right? Go out there and make it a great day, everybody. See you. Later. See ya.